Welcome to the Nehemiah Entrepreneurship Community Podcast. I'm your host, Patrice Saguet, and I'm here today with a rock star, Shea Bynes. Shay, welcome to the podcast. How are you? I'm doing great. You got me going with the music already. I was back I here know, right? popping. It's like a <laughs> teaser. As soon as you get into it, it, it like cuts off. Then it's over. <laughs> well, um, first of all, Che, um, for those who don't know who Che Bynes is, we're going to give you a chance in a minute to kind of give you a sense of who she is. But uh, I was in, on, I was, uh, I don't know, was on LinkedIn uh, a couple of weeks ago. First of all, Che, for those you know, she was one of our guests at Nehemiah Week uh, just in August. Yes, great. And Jay, um, you were one of those speakers that people raved about, just so you know. That's wonderful. So, so the Nehemiah community love you. You hit a spark. And so you were, you were, uh, our, our evaluation uh, gave you very strong ratings. So, so, so good job there. Well, that's Thank good you to that. hear. It's always yeah. good to hear that. So yes. it, was, it was really a pleasure to be a part of it. And I love the Nehemiah community. Love what you guys are doing. It's good stuff. Yes. By the way, you know, how was, I know that you were, you were an organizer of conferences as well. How was it? And you do speak at other conferences. I do. How was that experience for you being with Nehemiah for the first time? Well, it was fantastic. And I have to say, I was telling your team how impressed I was with the all the mini dynamics that went into like multiple languages, the whole thing. I mean, I've spoken at many conferences, but they weren't multi-language conferences and all of the things that you guys were working out. I'm just like, that, that was amazing. I couldn't believe that was your first time doing something like that. So it was fantastic. And to be able to talk to people from around the globe. It was just, it was just really great. Yeah. So everybody did get a chance to keep that job afterwards. Amen. Amen. So, so that was good. <laughs> now, so Che, so you wrote a book on, actually, this is your second edition. You've actually written several books, but this particular one caught my attention. Um, you just did a release of the Kingdom Driven Entrepreneur's Guide to Goal Setting. Yes. Uh, a kingdom approach for setting and pursuing goals to position you for God's best in business. Uh, your second edition. And and so want to get into that book. Today. That's why you're here. Uh, the book just got released uh, how many weeks ago? Uh, just ago? this week, actually. Yeah. Just this wow. That's so right. we are, are we the first? Uh, you're the first person I've talked to about it. <laughs> yeah, so so we, we are special. Thank yes, you, for, you are. For, for us being the first because we 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 advocacy entrepreneurship is our thing. We publish materials. We just always love to bring uh, to bring our audience different resources uh, so that that way they might know. And, and then you're a familiar face. So Jay, um, we, we don't have a lot of time because you, because we do have a hard stop. But I want to quickly. You call yourself the chief igniter. Chief fire igniter. I'm sorry, chief fire igniter. So quickly, <laughs> why that name and and exactly you know. What is this ministry, Kingdom Driven Entrepreneurs? Well, okay, so Chief Fire Igniter came from the Lord. Like He gave me that name, Chief Fire Igniter. And it was because uh, it's something about, it's something around the power of that ignition. He talks to me often about this idea of how I activate and I ignite fire starters in the marketplace. And so Chief Fire Igniter came from that. But Kingdom Driven Entrepreneur, which is, gosh, eight years old, coming up in a couple of weeks, uh, the entire focus of the movement is around inspiring, teaching, and mentoring entrepreneurs to do business 
in partnership with God, doing it led and empowered by the Holy Spirit so they can experience his best and have a greater kingdom impact through the work that they do. And so it's been an amazing eight years so far. I think I sh you, you may or may not know that my husband uh, was just recently announced who will be the CEO starting November. And wow, so I'll be like the so chairwoman. <laughs> so does that mean you're doing so well that you can hire your husband? Is that is that what it means? He, he has, he has, I had a pretty nice salary. He gets to take my salary. <laughs> he gets to salary. Well, what a good wife. Yes. Yeah. Awesome. Well, congratulations. That Thank shows you. growth. Um, and so your husband, I know from the last podcast, uh, he was doing something different before. So does that mean uh, that he's he's fully involved now with Kingdom Entrepreneur? He's no longer doing that other thing. He was, I think it was a physical he's therapist. He's a massage therapist. It's just massage that his massage, his massage business will still happen, but that'll be more like his side business. Side business. Doing the CEO I love it. Thing. Yes. You know, you, there's a little pattern here with having women who are retiring their husband into something else. But something <laughs> is happening around the country. You know, my wife after listening to this podcast because you know, so she might be inspired <laughs> to, to retire. I like that. So, well, congratulations on that. So that's interesting. So, so you are the chairman board, and so maybe one of these to have your husband. You come to the studio and let's talk to you guys together. Hey, that would be fantastic. I'm sure. He I want to know uh, if you are behaving at home, and of course, I'm listening <laughs> you. you if she, he's behaving in the business. Yes, so, I know he'll be behaving in the business, and I'm excited to explore all the goodness that God has for me in this new widened lane. So I'm um, excited. Yeah. You know, we have a, a ministry called Couples in Business, and um, I know the challenge and the opportunity and the privilege uh, of working as a couple. My wife and I, we worked side by side as a couple, also, you know, since we're teenagers, actually, since we were 19. That's all we've done together. So it's it, it's it's fun, but also has its challenges. Yes. Um, so are you excited about this new journey? I am really excited. It's it's interesting. I'm kind of in that mixed mode of anticipation from the excitement perspective and the anticipation of, I don't know exactly what God's doing. I don't know what's around yeah. the corner. So there's just that kind of anticipation that comes with that too. But I've been here before. <laughs> I will be here again sometime in my life. You know, it's just it's just the beauty of walking this thing out with God. You know, there's always new areas that he desires to um, call you into to explore. And so I'm excited about that. Well, your husband must be a very secure man uh, because I, I think it's it's a lot easier on the uh, when the woman is leading because you guys just have such a grace of leadership, but, <laughs> but it takes a very secure man to handle it. Yes, he is a very secure man. He is very firmly rooted in his identity in Christ, what he carries, what he has to offer. He's good. We are we've been really great partners in this thing even before he was on our team officially, he's always been a, a source of advice and counsel and wisdom for the past eight years. And so it's really, um, I mean, just God orchestrated this thing. We didn't, neither of us saw it coming the way wow. it happened. And, um, but it's just been so full of grace every step of the way. And so awesome. the team's excited. I'm excited. It's, it's going to be really great. He'll be What's carrying the next vision of this thing, which I'm excited about. What's your husband's name? Phil, Phil Bynes. Well, Phil, congratulations. We wish you all the best. We'll love to have you here. You don't need, uh, matter of fact, call us when, uh, even when Shay's not around. We'd love <laughs> to have you come and promote the organization. Um, so, when, so when you get home, so at the office, you're the chairman, but you get home, he's the chairman, yeah. I'm sure, right? I mean, he makes, he will be in charge of all 
decisions as it relates to the organization. I'm here to be a source of advice and counsel to him and to be an amazing spokesperson to draw people into doing business and partnership with God. Wow. Yes. Yeah, I like that. We're going to have to talk about that. All right. So, Che, you've written several books. Um, yes. First of all, give a give our audience, and in preparing for this, I kind of browsed through all the books you've written, not, but in terms of just saw all the titles. Yeah. Give our audience a sense of the titles of all the books that you've written or co-written. Yeah. So I like to focus kind of on a main few. Um, I always recommend first grace over grind, how grace will take your business where grinding can't. Um, I also have a book called, I'm, I'm actually giving to it in the order of which I recommend them, which would be grace over grind. I also believe this newest one, uh, the second edition of the kingdom driven entrepreneur's guide to goal setting is a really awesome coupling with grace over grind. Um, and then the kingdom driven entrepreneur's guide doing business God's way. Those are the ones that um, I focus on the most. Those are the most three recent ones, but I have been writing uh, for a number of years. I have a devotional called Encountering God. Um, so if you like devotionals, that's a that's a great one as to focus on as well. But the bestseller by far is Grace Over Grind, and it's the message that's resonating all over the world. Now we're doing it in Spanish, thanks to you guys connecting us too. Yeah, I heard. Yeah, Anne Maria. Yes, I heard that she heard you connected. This is what the Nehemiah community is all about, and she is so excited about your book. Yeah, she's fantastic. The team is great. I'm so excited to release it next Isn't month. Anne Maria, she's my D, my D member. She's D on overdrive. <laughs> but, but, but isn't she the best? She's like so professional. I mean, she gets it done. She, she delivers. That's I mean, she, she delivers. Yes. Too. Yes. That's exactly right. And so and, I'm excited about that. That is awesome. Well, you can have had a, a better person, Anne Maria, to be working with you. So congratulations there. Thank you. So we're going to get into this book. But before we do, so I always like to tell the audience, you know, kind of how, what really drew me to you and what really impressed me. You and I are in a space that there are not too many African-Americans um, in the United States. Um, and uh, particularly those who have been able to build a very cross-racial organization. Uh, there are very few of us. And I hate to admit it, but uh, that's why I'm a fan of yours. Because... Uh, <laughs> <All good. laughs> You know, uh, you know, we we uh, I, I was just just impressed by what you've done and what you need to do. But how I first discovered you is that you interviewed me on your podcast. Yes. And I and I've done many interviews on podcasts. And but yours are like the first podcast that I actually saw that people connected with us from that interview. Yes. And so I told my entire staff, I said, whatever she's doing. <laughs> I'm not sure what this woman is doing, but whatever it is, it's working. Let's go find out. <laughs> yeah, and I was so impressed by that. So you obviously have a strong following. And as a matter of fact, uh, at our last seminar, um, we had somebody in the seminar, just, you know, normally at the end of the seminar, I have an open mic where I kind of, you know, what and so forth. And then somebody, I forgot their name, I, I know so how you find out about us, and they say from your organization. Awesome. They, you know, saw another part. I think it was a podcast I did with you. I think I interviewed you on the part. So you're doing something right. First, congratulations. Thank um, you. And and so you've become a fan, uh, particularly because it, it wasn't planned. But the podcast you did with me when you, it was during our 20 year anniversary. Yes, that's and, right. I have shared that podcast with many people because you you really captured the essence of, of our story, and yeah. I really appreciate that. So, what has made it 
for you, Jay, what what has uh, what's been the key to your success? You feel seriously, it has been me modeling exactly what I teach, which is just faithful obedience, being willing to do the uncomfortable things, uh, following the voice of the Lord. Uh, just it has really been that kind of journey. I mean, eight years ago when this thing started, I mean, when the Lord said that I was, you know, gave the word to do kingdom driven entrepreneur, I didn't even know really what that phrase meant. I was a Christian who had been in business for a long time, but it was like those words are really specific. And, you know, I don't even have a great revelation of the kingdom of God, Lord, even though I've been in church forever, you know? So, I mean, so it's like, even from the beginning step of starting something with a complete stranger, you know, co-founding something on with a phrase that we had to spend six months with the Lord to even try to understand what this thing is. Everything about my story is just the one who he, uh, he called, he didn't call the qualified, he qualified the call because nothing around my background would make sense for the work that I do today. So it has just been willing to just follow the leading of the Lord, even when it takes me into unexpected places, even when I'm not sure what, what that's going to look like, even when I don't have the experience and the wisdom to do the thing that he's placed before me, I've really learned to just lean into who he is and his character and just trust him every step of the way. And then over time of building that history with him, it became, I was able to really look at this thing as an adventure of walking this wow. thing out with him. And so everything that anything that anyone says, like if they go back and look at the most kind of impressive things about kingdom driven entrepreneur, anything they could pick out, I'd have a really awesome God story to tell them behind it because it has been by his grace and favor every step of the way, honestly. I love it. I love it. Wow, that's awesome. And that was evident when you spoke at our conference. As, as we got our evaluation feedback, many people shared about your authentic. There was a sense of envy by the, the way you illustrated the, the realness of planning and walking with the Holy Spirit. Yeah. The only thing I regret is that I cannot claim as an alumni, you, you know, because, you know, what makes good school is not the program, it's those who come out of it. Yes. So, so I'm yes. going to play you honorary right now. Uh, <laughs> you, you've done such a good job. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank well, you. So let's talk about your book. Sure. Um, it's called Kingdom Driven Entrepreneur Guide to Setting uh, to Goal Setting. First, um, in in there, you you write a note uh, where we say what's in this new. Uh, is this your second edition? Yes. And then you kind of talk about, well, first of all, what led you, before we go on, what's new? What yeah. led you? Why the second edition? So, the, okay. Well, so first I got to say why the first edition. And then I'll the first edition came out in 2013. And it was the result of, and this was in the beginning of the Kingdom Driven Entrepreneur Community. And we were doing our first training. We had a couple thousand people in the community at the time. We were doing our first training. And when I was... Uh, when I was seeking the Lord about the topic and I really wanted to focus on goal setting because it was toward the end of the year, as I was leaning into what I know about goal setting, the Holy Spirit said to me, no more smart goals. Cause that's how, that's how yeah, he said, no more smart goals to me. You, you didn't even that in here. So you were a smart goal student. I was a smart goal student. Yes. Wow. And so that's how I learned it. But he wanted me, he didn't want me to teach that. He's wow. like, I want you to do this differently because the way I work 
is differently. So that's that was the world's model. And I don't want you to take the world's model into your kingdom focused business. I want you to seek me for the model for this. And so he just, so he just gave, it was just like a, a download moment, just sitting with the Lord. And he just started speaking to me about various aspects. This was in the very beginning days wow. of Kingdom Driven Entrepreneur. So the reason why there's a second edition. Before you go there, yes. before you go there. So no yes. more small goals. So uh, actually, no, go ahead. I want to elaborate on that because you, okay, you can get sure. within it. So go ahead. Yeah. So the reason why there's a second edition is because after actually walking this out for years, um, what I was realizing is that what was in the first edition was only really the first, that was like the first step of what he showed me, but I hadn't walked that out yet. And I also didn't have a revelation of working by the power of God's grace at that time. And so when I went back after just, after a few years, to be honest, after that book was written, I had changed. The way I was flowing was changed. That was my foundation, but it had grown from there. And so if I went back to read the book, there was a disconnect for me. And so I, I wait, I still waited a little bit of time because I still need to get grace over grind out. There was still get the new doing business God's way book out, you know, but after those were out, this was the next one on my heart because I wanted it to take. Yes. That framework that he gave me, but with the lens of working by the power of God's grace, because it would be very easy to grind even within the framework that I laid out. Wow. In the first wow. I love it. That is awesome. And for those who don't know what smart goals are, we're going to get into it. Yes, in yes. So if you want to get a copy of this book, um, The Kingdom Driven Entrepreneur's Guide to Goal Setting, second edition, there's a link right there. You can go to kingdomdrivenentrepreneur.com and there you can uh, get the book, not only this book, but there's other resources as well. It is also available on Amazon as well. But of course, yes. get it from here because Che makes more money when you get it directly from there. <laughs> Uh, you know, I think it works that way for us. I'm sure we're going to for you as well, right? Well, I actually, it's going to send them to Amazon anyway, but oh, yeah. I want to show for those who are buying it right now, we actually have a special when you buy mm -hmm. it. If you go to kingdomdrivenentrepreneur.com slash bonus and submit oh, your receipt from purchasing it, then you'll get a, to participate in our bonus training we're doing next month on dreaming with God for your business. It'll be a great activation and teaching to go alongside the book. Oh, awesome. So, um... Why don't you guys, uh, so why don't you guys put that, what she just told us, Kingdom of Driven Entrepreneur slice, slash bonus? Bonus, yeah. Bonus, okay. Put that up there so that, that way people can get that particular. Yep, so they don't link them right to the book and then they get to submit their receipt and they're good to go. Awesome. Now, we teach SMART goals. And yes. um, we, so I'm familiar with it, but some of our audience may not necessarily know what SMART goals are. So first, uh, what are smart goals before we get into what is what it should not be? Yeah, so, so you're right. So smart goals is a as a great foundation. You know, it's been taught for decades, and it's an acronym S M A R T. Now the the acronym has changed. You know, people teach it different ways, but mostly S standing for goals needing to be specific, M standing for goals needing to be measurable, A standing for them needing to be achievable. R standing for them need to be, some will say realistic, others will say relevant, and then T for them to be time-based or time-bound. And so there's a lot of goodness, a lot of relevant goodness in that model, but it's just insufficient by itself for a kingdom-driven entrepreneur who's doing business in partnership with God, not mm. operating based off of you know their own strengths, just their own abilities, empowering it out that way, but doing this thing in a way that's led and empowered by God. Awesome. So in your first chapter, you, you said goal setting as a godly pursuit. Now, 
So let's talk about that first chapter. Uh, your foundation scripture is uh, Matthew 633. Yes. You first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. So let's talk about that. So um, so what can they expect from that chapter? The title the, the, the suggests that you kind of validating goal standing as something that's acceptable. First, why do they need to first validate that? And second, what does that mean as a godly pursuit? Yeah, I think that it's important to, I think it's important to tie something back to our biblical foundation since that's what we, you know, that's what we live our lives based off of. And so some people might say that some people might come into this thing as a kingdom driven entrepreneur and thinking, well, maybe I'm not supposed to have goals. I'm just going to do whatever God puts on my heart to do. Right. And so I wanted to, I wanted people to know that like the word speaks about this. The word talks about, about the power of plans and being diligent and plans and putting plans before him. The Bible talks about writing the vision on tablets, you know, to make it plain so that others can run with it. I mean, there is scriptural basis for actually setting goals. It's just that we don't do that apart from him. We do that with him. I love it. I love it. So, so with that, I mean, you raise a point because there is hopefully less now, but there is a Christian paradigm uh, in the church that almost seem as though goal setting, anything that has to do with you striving or forecasting is not godly. Yeah. And, and I'm like, I, I don't see that. I mean, Noah built, a, Noah got a blueprint. Built in the I mean, we've got, we've got plenty of biblical foundation in the old Testament and the new Testament for the idea of just being able to, uh, create to to have to have plans to have thoughts to have ideas to have blueprints all of those things. There's nothing you know. There's nothing that, about that that's you know counter Christian you know or anything like that. And I think that's important. It's just you know. I mean, you look in Proverbs where it talks about you know the plans of the diligent, the plans <laughs> of the diligent, right? And so I, I do want to encourage people uh, for those who are. I kind of think there's two groups of folks, right? There's a group of folks who may not think that goal setting is, you know, a, 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 a useful thing to do as a believer in business. And then those who have operated in a way, the way I used to operate, which was just, you know, I just kind of out of my own kind of selfish ambition, creating goals and, you know, that I'm going to strive for and do things just in my own strength and all of those things and not really doing those in a way that's aligned with the heart of God, aligned with the assignment on my life. Like that part was missing for me in my years of, you know, personal development and even as a business owner, right? And a believer. And so this book really looks to uh, create just that bridge so that people can know, yes, there is a way of doing this that's right in line with the kingdom of God and also empowered by, you know, the king, you know? And so I really want to to bridge that for people so that we're not just doing business, not just setting and pursuing goals for God's glory, but that we are setting and pursuing goals, you know, with the presence of God and that what we're able to do is reveal his glory through operating with him. Sometimes what has happened is that for many believers, because they came out of corporate America or came out, of, as you said, you know, the, that drive, yes. they then throw the baby out with the bathwater. That's correct. Right. Versus allowing God to redeem what was originally his. Yes. And that's really what happened to you. Yes. You know, that's exactly right. No more smart goals. He wasn't saying no more goals. He was saying, I'm going to show you a redemptive approach to goal setting, to planning that reflects my heart and my will. 
Yes. And wouldn't you say that even as, as God began to show you that, that, the, that what you've done in the past were preparation for what now God will do through you? Wouldn't you say that? Oh, absolutely. Word? Yeah, absolutely. Because nothing's ever wasted. <laughs> There's nothing ever wasted in the kingdom, ever, ever wasted. And the thing is also with the, you know, even when he said no more smart goals, even when I set the framework in the book, you'll see that I actually pulled some things and said, okay, now from the smart goals, yes, do that, do that, and do that. But also do these things. And this thing, ah, you know, especially on this like achievable and realistic, the idea of our achievable and our realistic versus what's achievable and realistic when we're doing business and partnership with God and even doing our goal setting with God can be two completely different conversations, right? So there's that element in there. So there's aspects of the smart goal, smart goal kind of methodology and framework that I think is of great value. Right. And there's people that are using that all over the world. I just wanted to add that, you know, that kingdom approach on top of that so that we can experience his best. And let's get into it, because you have a chapter where you say you talk about rethinking smart goals. And right. You begin with the foundation script of Romans 12 two. do not conform to the pattern of this world. an appropriate scripture for that particular point, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is. He is good, pleasing, and perfect will. Uh, so let's talk about this. So what does that mean when you say no more smart goals? What can our reader expect from this particular chapter? Yeah, so in the no more smart goals, that's where I'm going to, going to lay out some of the history around where the smart goal model came from, all of what those aspects mean, and then saying, okay, here's some good aspects of that to, to take into a kingdom approach, but also here are some additional elements. I think there's seven in total. Like here are seven, seven elements and how to, um, how to think about these or questions to ask yourself so that these, this kind of gives you a framework for how to set your goals. That's what that second chapter is focused on. And I also wanna share, by the way, you know this cause you have it in front of you, but this is a short book. This is yeah. a guide. This is like, first of all, I've never written a long book. I'm not sure that I ever will, but it's like, it's, this is one of those things where it's a short, powerful, practical guide. You walk through this thing, you get with the Lord, you do the work and you go, right? It's mm -hmm. not, I, I'm not belaboring any points. In fact, wait, I've got a copy here, look. This is mm -hmm. one of the draft copies. It's thin, right? But it's going to take you through the framework for that. And it's going to give you questions to ask of the Lord as you're walking through that. And then giving you a way, once you've actually, going into that next chapter, once you've established these goals, kind of how to walk that out in a really practical way. Mm -hmm. I love it. And then you get into the problem with SMART goals. So in a nutshell, obviously you kind of uh, inferred it, I did. It had to do with the idea of, of several lines. But what is the essence problem from your vantage point with, with smart goals? Yeah, I think it's I think that it places things in in boxes that mm. that I think it places your business in a box. It places uh, what God's thoughts and plans and heart for you may be in mm. a box. It it limits it can it can limit your thinking in terms of. Um, what's possible, but it also, depending on your personality type, you could do smart goals. If you're doing something apart from God, you can either go way out here and it's all over here, or you could not, or you could be too small in your thinking. You could either be all off, maybe big in your thinking, but all off the heart of God, but too small. So it's kind of like, that's why we want to be with God. Cause these things can go either way, depending on our personality types. Right. So I think that the, the, the part of that problem with the with that framework is just the fact that it kind of puts people in a box. 
I love it. I love it. And and you, you raise a good point there because one of the hardest things for the believer is discerning the will of God, right? I, I just did a devotional on Monday, you know, uh, called if, if God will, discern the will of God. And so what's your simplest, because as they go through this process, part yes. of the process, you're kind of trying to get them to a point where they can discern the will of God. So what does that look like as they go through this process? To Because because th- those are two real big extremes, and you have to yeah. be right. And yes. I've found people miss it on both sides. What is the simplest way for that? Yeah, I think, it's, I think it really starts with asking questions, inquiring mm-hmm. of the Lord, pondering on some questions, pondering these things in your heart, right? Concerning, uh, you know, his heart concerning your business, his heart concerning those you're serving, just getting a, a broader picture of things. It's something that I do on a regular basis. And we're going to actually tap talk about this in, in the Dreaming with God training we do too. But there's just something really powerful with just kind of meditating on just asking, asking God questions and just sitting with it, seeing what thoughts come up, seeing what resonates, seeing what, what patterns may show up from, from past experiences. Like just see the things that are coming up in your heart, right? Because the, the, the Bible says that when we delight ourselves in him, that he gives us the desires of our heart as we're delighting ourselves in him being like pliable in his hands. Like he is giving us the desires of our heart. And so as opposed to a lot of people who will question those things, well, I'm not sure is this God is this, you know, I, I stand in the firm belief that most times those things that you're wondering and you're just all in confusion about that. There's a lot of stuff in there that is right at the heart of God. And if you just start taking steps forward and start stewarding that you begin to get confirmations, you'll also get course corrections. So I'm not a, I'm not the type of person who's like, sit, 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 sit forever. Um, wait for three months for this thing to be perfect. It's like, no, let's steward the little bit that you may be thinking and let this thing confirm, let God confirm things as you move. Mm, I love it. You know, one of the things when we, when individuals go through our training on biblical entrepreneurship and when they begin to get into the planning process, we have them take a time of prayer and fasting. Yes. And and part of that is to do exactly what you're suggesting, you know, that, that moment where you stop, you say, okay, God, I think I heard you, but let me just allow you to validate yeah. And encourage them. Uh, during that time, do not forecast, do not plan, just just kind of be still. And, That's and right. Just allow him to validate, to clarify, yes. or to, to correct. Yes. That's kind of what you're talking about. That's exactly what I'm talking about. And to me, that's that's a really solid starting point, right? That's just kind of the the getting the the bigger, getting the bigger picture. Right. Yeah. I think I think fast I think fasting is a is a, a wonderful way to go about that too, by the way. I don't always do that, but I think that's a wonderful way of going about it. I I definitely take time away to to be so that I'm not distracted. I love yeah. to take a day or two or you know, I like to do that or or even if it's a, a, a couple of hours for a, across a few days of just yeah. like just quiet, uninterrupted, undistracted, <laughs> you know, space just to really sit with the father and um just hear his heart on things and just kind of go back and forth. I even have, everyone's got their own style. I even have like, you know, post-it notes and, and, uh, and, uh, poster boards and post-it notes that sometimes I'm doing. Sometimes I'm like with a poster board and post-it notes. Sometimes I'm just with a journal, right? Just depends on, you know, what stage I'm in, if it's big picture time or if I'm kind of getting a little bit more, you know, granular in detail, but 
everyone's got their style and can find their flow with God. And I think that's, um, I think that's part of this too, is I try not to be overly prescriptive because we are all so unique and we all flow with God differently. And part of the thing about having frameworks is I like frameworks, but not like blueprints that say, this is exactly how you do it because there's no one blueprint for everybody. Everybody's different. And so when you're partnering with God and you're operating just out of who you are and how he's created you, that process is going to look different. So it's literally a framework. And there's questions to ask about how that flow looks and how that looks for everybody is probably going to be expressed in some different ways. And I like that freedom. I like for people to experience that freedom, because when you're operating out of that place of how you're designed, that's where you're going to reach his best. It's not based off of Shea Bynes expert blueprint on how to do this. No, it's like, that's why I'm always pointing people back to him. <laughs> and that is why you're successful. And what's powerful um, about what you're saying is that it, it, it is tough for entrepreneurs, what we're talking about here. It's really simple, but it's hard <laughs> because it, it's kind of going against Right, the grain going against what everybody is counterintuitive. It's countercultural. That's right. The kingdom of so God. Yeah, it works. And then Shea Bynes in her book gets into the kingdom driven framework where she kind of gets into that framework that she's kind of talking about. And then um and, and and then she gets into applying God's grace, discerning his pace. Let's talk about that. Sure. And you wrote a book called Grace Over Grind, where yes. I'm sure there's some alignment here and so forth absolutely so, so how now once i kind of got this framework you know what are some tips in terms of how now do i how do i apply god's grace and discerning space yeah um one of the one of the key things that i mentioned in the book is around not going too far out and focusing in on 90 day cycles you know some people like to plan a whole year out some people like to plan five years out. i'm like have vision for as far out as you've got vision but when you're trying, when you're wanting to do this thing in partnership with God, start with a start with a short term cycle to give your to give that space for the course correction, give that space for enlargement of vision or to or for whatever things may be happening, the connections you did not see coming that completely shift the game for you. I've experienced that many, many times. Right. It's just so as opposed to feeling like you've got to overly prescribe focus in on a shorter period of time, because I think a lot of times um, when we try to go too far, especially if you're the planner type, as I am, it's a skill of mine, you know, that you can go so far out that you begin to idolize your plan as opposed to allowing just that flow with God as you're being diligent and working and seeing how things are being orchestrated, that gives you more clues and so where what God is doing and where you're headed with him, right? Mm -hmm. And so that's one of the things that I talk about in there. And that's part of really, that's that's right in line with a, a message of doing business by the power of God's grace, it really I is. I love it. The language that we like to use is, you know, uh, write your business plan in pencil. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because, because not in ink. Right, because any time. Exactly. The Holy Ghost, you know, <laughs> he, he's, he's got a power. He can at any time use that razor board, use that shot, you know, and kind of just. Right. And then you get into faith in action. So I'm assuming that now the the, the kind of thing is, is done, but you, you kind of need, because without faith, the thing is kind of dead, isn't it? So That's let's right. talk about that. So That's how do right. you now, in this, what, what can I expect in this chapter, faith in action? Yeah. So that's all about 
you know, how do you walk this out a little bit around this business planning that we just talked about, but also around it, there's a, there's a whole section on uh, strategic intercessory prayer, right? So it's, this is not just about doing the things. Part of doing the things is also partnering uh, in the spirit realm and prayer, right? Operating in the authority that you have as a kingdom citizen and with authority over that business. And that comes through prayer. And so I take people through exercises with that, um, some prompts and some exercises to do that to create strategic intercessory prayer. That's a part of your strategy with your business alongside of your business planning. We also have um, a link in the book that leads you to some free uh, tools that we offer as well to help you kind of walk through that in almost kind of a workbook kind of format. And so I love that part. That's where the rumor meets the road. You know, when I came up, um, people like you tended to come across weird to me, <laughs> you know, like spooky. But you you kind of make it so practical, so pragmatic. I'm a computer science major, Patrice. Like, I'm uh, not kooky. <laughs> I love it. So I'm an engineer. <laughs> I wish that more engineers would be full of the Holy Ghost. Yes. Because I think a lot of times the people that get filled with the Holy Ghost, they're not engineers. And so they make <laughs> all of us. <laughs> You know, it takes all of us, all of our different just, flavors, you know? I'm a strategist. Weird. Yes, yes. So thank you for bringing uh, pra pragmatism. Absolutely. In a goofy space. Yeah. Do you sometimes feel that you're the pragmatic in the room it, it, among, <laughs> among the prophetic and the spirit-led people? Wait, what, what was the question? I missed it. Do you sometimes feel you're the pragmatic in the room among in this space of prophetic and, um, and lead with the Holy Spirit? Yeah, I mean that's that's this that's the idea to bring that prophetic flow with just the strategy and wisdom of God. I mean that's what we do. That's that's my husband and I. That's how we came. That's just how we flow. I, I mean, but I was already I was already that strategic person. It was the other stuff like the Lord. The Lord brought all that other stuff to me as I grew in my relationship with Him. But I started off like I was a planner. I've been a planner and a and a strategy person for as long as I remember. I was even strategizing as a child. So that that so, is just ingrained in me. So what do you do when you are in the room of all you know all prophetic and and so forth, and then everybody and, and then somebody just way off? How do you process it? I'm because I'm, I'm, a lot How of I process if I'm in a room of people and it's yeah. going. Everybody's kind of off, and what will we perceive? And I'm and I'm being obviously being funny here. You yes. <laughs> But so how do you, I'm speaking for my audience. So, yes. so, so because what I love the way you're approaching it, because it, it, it helps for those who are thinkers to be able to, 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 to not understand the Holy Spirit, but to feel and to be allowed to, to, to kind of pause and say, okay, Lord, have your way, right? Yeah, I guess my question to yeah. you is, yes. uh, do you kind of sometimes feel like, uh, part of your job is to kind of bring pragmatism into this prophetic space. I guess that's my question. So sometimes that is the case, right? So I've, uh, God has placed me before a number of different types of groups. Um, I would say that more than needing to bring the pragmatism to the prophetic, I've been in spaces where I've needed to get, um, it's been kind of a little bit different where I've got people who are like me, who were just like doing things apart from him for his glory, but apart from him and getting them to partner with him. I find myself in more spaces of needing to do that. And I think that's because entrepreneurs in general tend to be a lot like that. But I also have been in spaces full of serious creatives. 
like super creatives who were just, they could just flow, they're spontaneous, you know, they could just flow, even if they're artists, you know, they're so, you know, they just kind of have this flow. And for them, it's like, ah, structure, ah, I don't know. But because you're doing it with the Holy Spirit, oh, I like this. Oh, yeah. I can see how I can do this. So I have found the message to be very much a bridge for people who come from different perspectives, uh, different personality types, and even different flow and different relationship with the Lord and allowing it to be a tangible, practical, and something that they can do. So you, in a sense, are an evangelist to the square, right? Yeah. You know, uh, you're being called to the pragmatic, the engineers, the economics, all of those who have reason through the world to kind of let them give, make way for the Lord to show up and to do it. Yeah. And the ones who learned business by, ah, I'm going to grind it out. Like, this is all about, you know, working on my own strength and making it happen and being on team no sleep, like helping those people to just chill out and do this thing with the Lord. And for those who may be in a prophetic stream, that are in them and also may be a little bit, you know, lack of some structure or whatever, provide them with a really practical way to, to um, navigate in their business, even if it's a creative business. Your last chapter, uh, you conclude with the title, the bottom line. So what is the bottom line, Jay? Bottom line is that this is something that we do with God. If we want to experience God's best, if we want to be an example to the world, if we want to um, have an impact in our spheres of influence, then the best way of doing that is to do that with him and to work by his grace. That's that's how we do it. That's how we do it. That's how we get there. That's where there's more grace. There's more favor. There's all kinds of wonderful surprises in it. Yes, there's challenges, but there's peace in the midst of them. That's where we get divine wisdom, divine strategy as we walk this thing out. And we want to be able to do this with him. And I find that when we do that, we just experience, I call it the wild and crazy and amazing adventure with God called kingdom driven entrepreneurship. Um, It's absolutely been my experience as well as the experience of many, many who have mentored over the years. And um, I'm just excited to see the way, the way God's moving in the midst of it. Wow. Ladies and gentlemen, Shea Vines, kingdom driven entrepreneur's guide to goal setting. Uh, And she did a great job of really unpacking that here for us today. If you want a copy of this second edition, uh, just right there, there's the link right there. Go to kingdomdrivenentrepreneur.com at slash bonus. Um, if you're watching this or listening to this past, the, by the way, if they're watching or listening to this after your event, will that bonus last the work? Or so the bonus will, will go away after October 26th. Okay. But they'll, so, so if you go to that page, you know, you'll see that the bonus is over, but so you can do that between now and the 26th, but of course okay. the book is available whenever you, whenever you're watching this and want to, and want to grab the book, yeah. it'll be available to you. So the slash bonus will work anytime, just won't have the bonus. That's correct. That's oh, correct. But there wow. is, but, but there is a bonus within the book as well. Just not the training bonus that we're doing. I love it. I love yeah. it. Get that book. I highly encourage what I appreciate about shit, you know, I am, I am a teacher, you know, and so I. I, I tend to work a fine middle, but I love what she does because she she brings she she gives all of us permission to let the Holy Spirit take over, and that's what we need because no matter what you're doing, without allowing the Holy Ghost to go to work, remember this: the acts of the apostles is only possible because the Holy Ghost showed up 
and right. it was his party and they were just participants. <laughs> so why don't you make your business, whatever you're doing, his party and just participate and see what he'll do. Shay, before we close, if you yeah. could uh, just encourage our people, obviously we're facing civil, um, not civil unrest, then God, well, I don't know. <laughs> well, that, that's another conversation. <laughs> that's another conversation. <laughs> yeah, you know, there's coronavirus. Um, also, we have in the United States here in two weeks, you know, both parties have promised that whoever wins, it'll be the end of America as we know it. <laughs> right. So there's a bit of anxiety in the air. Yes. And then, uh, and then, of course, in some parts of our nation, there's still some social unrest. So um, in the West Coast of the United States, you know, we've got the fire situation and so forth. Yeah. But what would you say, entrepreneurs, even for those around the nation, the world, who have suffered economic um, uh, challenges due to the pandemic, what are you words of encouragement to entrepreneurs around the yeah, nation? Two yeah. things I want to share. One is that God is a redeemer and a restorer. It is who he is. It is his nature. And so uh, just stand in faith that whatever is lost in this season is redeemed and restored. And what's so beautiful about the restoration that comes from God is that his restoration is better off than it was before, you know? And so just, you know, in even my most challenging years, um, in business and in life, I was always looking for God in the midst of the details. You know, even it's, if it, even if things, things seem to be a little bit chaotic, I was looking for God. Where's, where's the goodness? Where's a little piece of gold? Where's a, where's the, where's the little bit of treasure that I can find in? Wow. And my restore. So I just want to encourage uh, those with, um, those who may have experienced loss of any sort with that. But I also want to share for those um, who may be thinking, maybe you haven't experienced a whole lot of loss in your business or whatever, but you're in a space of kind of distress or just concern or fear concerning the future. Um, know that he has it. Know that don't put aside, don't feel like I shouldn't be dreaming now. I shouldn't be goal setting now. Don't have that mindset. God is still yet moving. Um, you should still be showing up in the marketplace to serve. Uh, to me, even honestly, Patrice, I believe that as kingdom entrepreneurs, that our role in showing up as kingdom entrepreneurs is becoming increasingly important, not just in our nation, but around the world, because there's many, many people who will be seeking an encounter with God that we're not, that are not stepping into churches. And it's very important that we are willing to show up and be demonstrators of his love, demonstrators of his power, demonstrator of his presence in the work that we do. And I think that if we can hold on to that aspect of our purpose and hold on to the goodness of the kingdom, righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit, that we can just continue to flow, serve others, love well, and continue to walk in faith. You heard it here, Shea Bynes. For more information about Shea, you can visit her website, kingdomdrivenentrepreneur.com. If you want to get a copy of her book, uh, The Kingdom is Entrepreneur's Guide to Goal Setting, Rethinking Smart Goals, uh, go to kingdomdrivenentrepreneur.com slash bonus uh, to get that bonus or slash books. Jay, thank you so much for being here. Thanks for encouraging us. Please. Um, you and your husband, we're gonna have to have you guys come back. We'll schedule that. We're looking forward to it. We're ready to do it. <laughs> congratulations. Care, Wish them all the best. Thank you so much. God bless. Listen, before you guys leave, uh, I want to pray for you. Actually, I'm gonna ask you to pray for them. Sure. But before you do, quickly, if you enjoyed this podcast, I want you to share it. Share with your friends, with your family. You know people who need to be encouraged, who need to hear 
the word of encouragement from a woman who has walked it out. She has been able to walk out grace over grind, has been able to put away smart goals and have an approach to goal setting that was king, from a kingdom perspective. A, a woman who has been able, in this case, by her own testimony, being able to come along, have her husband come alongside her, and now she's the chairman of the board. Whatever encourage you in this particular message or just thinking about setting goals because maybe you thought that goal setting was not of God and now she has been a convention. It's not only of God, but he does have an approach to goal setting. The reason why you've been struggling is because you've been attempting to fit God's work within the world system. Not only her book, but share this podcast and let it encourage others. Also, if you want to know more about the Nima Project, if you want to know more about our training program, our coaching program, our capital program, how to join this community where you can join one of the fastest growing community of entrepreneurs around the world. I want you to go to our website, nehemiahecommunity.com, nehemiahecommunity.com. There you can learn about biblical entrepreneurship, identity and destiny, and other courses, about our coaching program, Business Success Accelerator, or Customized Coaching, or about access to capital, how if you qualify and you're able to demonstrate faithfulness in business, uh, through training and coaching, we can come alongside you and provide capital for your business or become a member of the community. With that said, Chip, could you pray for the people and then we'll be goodbye. Absolutely. Father, we just thank you for who you are. You're so good. There's absolutely no one like you. We're so grateful. I thank you for uh, Patrice and just the whole Nehemiah community at large all around the globe. We're just grateful for how you are continuing to guide to lead, to move powerfully in their businesses. I thank you even for those who have business ideas. They haven't started yet, but I thank you that even in the midst of a global pandemic, businesses are yet still being birthed. Uh, you have not stopped just because certain aspects of the economy may have slowed down. You have not. I thank you, Lord, that you are giving uh, them insight into your economy, heaven's economy, uh, the realm of the spirit and being able to operate in partnership with you. I thank you for your grace that uh, is extended to each and every one of them. I thank you for increased favor over the works of their hands. I thank you for even giving them dreams in the nighttime or visions in the daytime concerning your heart, concerning how they are to serve in the marketplace. Thank you for being our source of wisdom uh, in everything that we do. In Jesus name. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Jay, thank you so much. Love Absolutely. you all. Bye -bye. Take care.